So today is a special day, Father's Day. And uh, I thought it would be good to look at a father figure in the Bible. And who better to look at than Joseph, Jesus is earthly father. We heard about Mary last week, so it just seemed a natural progression to say we would talk about Joseph this week. What do we know about Joseph? Not very much, really. We read about him at the birth of Jesus, and then again we hear about him when Jesus is about 12 and the family have gone to Jerusalem. And that's all. But from what we read, I think we can build a picture of the man God chose to raise his son on earth. What would God have been looking for in the man he entrusted his son to? The first thing we read of Joseph is that he was a righteous man, a man faithful to the law. He was also kind and considerate. Let's read the first bit of story. It's from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, which says, This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As I said, Florin spoke about Mary last week, didn't he? This young woman chosen to be the mother of God's son. And after some initial questions, she accepts what the angel tells her and agrees to let God's will be done. But then she had to tell Joseph. What sort of conversation was that? Can you imagine how on earth is she going to explain she's pregnant, but it's by God? Is he going to accept that? She doesn't want to hurt him, but she's got to tell him, hasn't she? We don't get any insight into that, do we? We don't get told how she gets, she gets to tell him. But what we do know is that he decides he needs to break off the engagement. Engagements in Jewish society was a binding contract. And... The only way to break it by law was by divorce. According to the law, Mary's apparent unfaithfulness gave Joseph the right to divorce her and even to have her put to death. We're told Joseph was faithful to the law, so he was going to do what he saw as right. But we also see a kind and sensitive man He had every right to feel disgraced. And this apparent unfaithfulness carried a grave social stigma. His initial reaction is to want to break the engagement, but he doesn't want to do it publicly and cause her further shame. He decides to act quietly. What a lovely, lovely example of how we should react when wronged. 
How often do we fly off the handle, demand retribution, tell the whole world what's happened to us, shame the person who's wronged us? Or how often do we act like Joseph, quietly do the right thing? After all, the divorce was what he had a right to, but do it in the right way. Joseph did the right thing before God in the right manner, gently, quietly, without shaming anyone. And as parents, especially on this Father's Day, how often do you gently and quietly deal with your children when they do wrong or when they disappoint you? Again, it's so easy to fly off the handle, isn't it? To shout in anger. I think there's a lot to learn from Joseph. Back to Joseph's story. Before he does divorce Mary, while he's still considering it, we read in Matthew, as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child and she will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born and Joseph named him Jesus. So God sends an angel in a dream to Joseph And the angel verifies Mary's story and reassures Joseph this marriage is God's will. And Joseph willingly obeyed God in spite of the public humiliation he would face. Perhaps this was the noble character or quality that made him God's choice for the Messiah's earthly father. We see this willingness and readiness to obey God from Joseph again when he is again visited by an angel in a dream. And this time it's when Herod is looking to kill Jesus. This is after the wise men have been. We read in Matthew chapter 2. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt. And then again, Joseph gets another dream when they are in Egypt. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus, his mother. 
But when he learnt that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said, he will be called a Nazarene. Joseph was willing to recognise God's leading. He took the great responsibility of caring for God's son seriously. He obeyed those instructions immediately to get up in the middle of the night when you have no idea what the whole details are, but because you've been told, go to Egypt. He got up in the middle of the night and took his, his wife and this young child into Egypt. We see that he was a righteous man in the fact that when Mary, oh, sorry, when the baby was, baby Jesus was eight days old, he took the baby and Mary to the temple as was required by the law and they made a sacrifice of doves. And then again, we have the story of Jesus talking with the religious leaders in the temple when he was 12, when the family have gone to um, Jerusalem for Passover And Luke tells us about this, and he says every year Joseph and Mary went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. Joseph was committed to following the law and all the Jewish practices. And so we can assume that Joseph no doubt would have sent Jesus to the synagogue school in Nazareth to learn to read the scriptures and learn Jewish customs and laws which obviously was a really good standing for Jesus, for his future ministry. And we know that Joseph was a carpenter. He would have taught Jesus this trade. Carpenter apparently can also mean craftsman, so it could have been any type of craftsman. But obviously good and steady work to keep the family. We don't hear of Joseph again after that visit to the temple. So it's very likely that Joseph died before Jesus begins his public ministry when he was 30. Jesus would probably have been running the family business to keep Mary and the family. I found this summary online of Joseph's qualities. Joseph was a man of strong conviction who lived out his beliefs in his actions He was described in the Bible as a righteous man. Even when personally wronged, he had the quality of being sensitive to someone else's shame. He responded to God in obedience and he practiced self-control. Joseph is a wonderful biblical example of integrity and godly character. God honoured Joseph's integrity by entrusting him with a great responsibility. It's not easy to entrust your children to someone else. Joseph had God's trust. Joseph trusted God and in turn, God trusted him with his precious son. Joseph did not always know the details, but he acted in faith knowing God would lead him to the next step. A humble man who faithfully obeyed God, honoured others, 
took responsibility and worked hard to provide for his family. I think we can all learn a lot from Joseph, can't we? Jesus knew and loved Joseph as his earthly father. But Jesus talked often about God the Father. He knew that his father was God. And he's our father too, isn't he? We're told that we are called children of God. When the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray, he taught them a prayer that honours God the Father. And the children in Kids Church upstairs today are looking at this prayer. We know it as the Lord's Prayer. Perhaps it should be called the Disciples' Prayer because it's the prayer Jesus gave us, his disciples, to pray. So I thought it would be good if we spent some time using it now to honour our Heavenly Father. Over-familiarity can make us say this prayer without really thinking about what we're saying. So I'm going to break it down a bit, and I'm using this book by Amy Boucher Pye. It's The Prayers of Jesus. It has been really good to go through. And um, we're going to go through the Lord's Prayer from here today. So let's pray. Our Father in heaven, our loving parent, our creator, our redeemer, our saviour. In the silence, think of other names for God. Hallowed be your name. Offer praises to God, who is holy, majestic, and pure. Your kingdom come. Ask God to show you one way that he is bringing his kingdom to your part of the earth. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ponder an area of your life that you've been stubbornly holding on to and ask God to help you release it to him.
Give us today our daily bread. Give voice to one of your needs in whatever form that takes. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Ask God to show you who you need to forgive and what sins you need to confess. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Ask God for protection from evil and self-deception. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Affirm God's goodness and grace from yesterday to today to the end of time. Lord, you are our Father, and we honour and adore you. May your will and your ways be done here on earth as they are in heaven. Help us always to seek your help for our daily bread. Forgive us our wrongs and save us from the time of trial. To you be all glory, honour and praise. Amen. Amen.